Welcome to Bad Influencer No Filter, the show where we give you a behind-the-scenes look at our series, chatting with guest stars and the cast of our show. I'm Gabby Conti, the co-creator and writer of Bad Influencer, and today I am beyond thrilled to be joined with two of our stars. We have Adam Kaplan, who plays Tommy, and Jordan DiNatale, who plays Sarah Sunshine. This is such a great conversation about Adam and Jordan's journeys as actors, some really fun behind-the-scenes intel on the show. You are not going to want to miss this, so here you go hi you two what's up hey 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 what is uh hello and you are both coming to me from new york is that correct yeah uh from connecticut connecticut yes. love connecticut love it love it love it okay so first i'd love for our listeners to hear more about you and who you are the voice the actor behind the voice uh so jordan can you tell our audience a little bit more about how you got into acting and how you became sarah sunshine <laughs> Totally, totally. Um, okay, so I was very shy when I was younger. Um, and uh, but my my family's very musical. My parents were in a band, um, and my brother is a singer. So um he was in a play, a local play when we were little. And um I didn't want anything to do with it, but then once I saw him on stage, I was like, oh, that looks kind of fun. Like I wanted to do everything he did. Um, and so I asked my parents if I could try it too. And they were like, yeah, but you have to audition. Like, okay, what's that? I was like seven. So the only song I knew was Somewhere Over the Rainbow. So that's what I sang. Um, and I don't think it was very good, but I was seven. So I was in the, in the choir and like the, the chorus. And um, that was my first play and I loved it. And then after that, I just, I just kept doing it. I just wanted to do every play. Um, so I did like local theater and school theater. And then um, let's start going to New York, you know, taking the train over to New York. And then um, I found my way into TV and film and then voiceover. And then here I am. I love it. I love it so much. Oh, amazing. And now, Adam, I think I know a little bit of your origin story because I found this out post your audition that you were the same Adam Kaplan I went to high school with in Connecticut. Uh, but if you could tell our listeners more of how you how you got into voice acting. Yeah. So um, Gabby and I went to the same high school randomly. She was the uh, cool senior when I was uh, a measly freshman. And um yeah, when I was six years old, my dad took me to see our local high school theater production of West Side Story. And I remember sitting in the audience like in awe and saying, I want to do that. And since then, that's all I ever remember wanting to do. Um, I went to college for music theater. Uh, as soon as I moved to the city, I joined the cast of Newsies on Broadway and did a couple of other things here in uh, New York and on tour. And then kind of in the pandemic started doing more tv and film and some voiceover work and i remember getting the audition for bad influencer i hilariously auditioned for both tommy and adam um and saying i think this gabby conti is the same gabby conti that i went to high school with and <laughs> lo and behold it was and thank god it was because here we are I love it. And I had a same conversation with the co-creator, Jane. I was like, is this the Adam Kaplan from Westport? Because Jane is also from Westport, Connecticut. And Jordan also is, you live in Connecticut or you're from, you're from Connecticut? I'm from Connecticut. Yeah, I'm from New Haven. I love that. Oh, my God. Uh, so for the two of you, film, TV, Broadway, voice acting, how does that differ? How does it differ getting into these characters and recording these roles? Um, Adam, we'll start with you. 
I, I feel like each medium, it, it just differs in, I think the biggest thing is size, right? Voice acting, the microphone is right here. It's so close. Um, and you have to use, you have to use your voice to color and tell the story on camera. The, the frame, right? It's a visual medium. Voiceovers is a, is a audio medium. Film and TV is a visual medium. And then I feel like theater is everything encompassed. <laughs> um, so it just, I feel like goes, it, it gradually gets bigger and bigger. Um, but I love all three of them. And I feel so lucky and blessed as an actor that I get to be able to do all three of them. Yeah, I love that. Uh, Jordan, how about you? How did how does audio like recording or how does voice acting differ than film and television for you? And theater when you were in that play? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I, um, no, it's it's amazing. Like what you said, Adam, about like the size, it's it's crazy. Um, I love uh, voiceover because of how intimate it is. Like, I love being in the room. You know, sometimes you're just by yourself, but like we were so blessed with this cast to be able to be with everyone in the room and like bounce off of each other. It was so much fun. Um, but yeah, it's, I just, I love the focus you could get from voiceover. Like you're just in the room by yourself and it's very calming and nice. You have your microphone, everything sounds great. And then when you're on set um, for TV and film, you know, there's there's so much more going on. You have like, a huge crew and the camera is like right there in your face sometimes. Um, so it's just, it's so different in that way, you know, that the things you have to like get your mind into to focus in different ways. And then with theater, like Adam said, it's even bigger. Um, you, you go from like a crew of like a bunch of people to like an audience of so many. Um, and you get this, just like this rush, you know, every time you step on stage. So they all have their, um, they all ha have like a place in my heart. I love all of them. I love that. Uh, when I was talking with Elizabeth and John, uh, Adam and Eva, which gets confusing and you're lucky Adam <laughs> yeah. that we didn't have John Adam and Adam Tommy, uh, at the same recording session. When I was talking with them, they listened back and they were like, Oh, I would have done this differently. I would have done that differently. When you were listening to the series, was there anything that maybe you're like, Oh, I wish I did this a little bit differently. Or were you overall like pretty pleased with your performance? I was pleased with both of your performances, but <laughs> I'm just curious as I know actors are such perfectionists. So <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that you were pleased, Gabby. <laughs> um, no, I, I was I was pleased with it. And, you know, it's so interesting also because we kind of jumped around a lot, too. And um, then I also forgot some of the little side characters also that I read for, like the driver oh, right. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the paparazzi. And, you know, I was like, oh, right. Shit, that's me. Um, I forgot about that. Uh, I mean, I think, all you know, as any show does and as any theater project does or TV project that I've been a part of, I think it also finds its footing as it goes. And I felt like, okay, I settled into Tommy a little bit more as, as it progressed. Um, yeah. Cause it's nerve wracking, right? You get into a studio with, you know, Jordan and I had never met beforehand and then suddenly we're supposed to be best friends and it's like, <laughs> all right, let's just read through it. But um, no, I'm really happy with I'm really happy with how it came out. I love it. And your chemistry was was like it's so organic. But I know that's like a, a skill as an actor is like the ability just <laughs> to have that like instant chemistry with everyone. But you guys did that beautifully. Uh, how about you, Jordan? When you were listening to it, was there anything that surprised you? You know, I I, I that's a good question. I was kind of surprised that 
I, okay, I wasn't surprised. This is going to sound good. I wasn't surprised, but I was like really happy with how consistent it sounded because that's something I was nervous about too. Like Adam said, because, you know, we did it across many different sessions and a lot of it was split up. So it's like we come back in the studio and we just be thrown into a scene and be like, wait, how was I feeling in the scene? And what was like my inflection? Because I know um, I just, you know, I did the line before last week and now I have to make it match. So um, I was a little nervous about that. But then you listen back and it was like, oh, it sounds so good. And uh, it was so exciting to hear. Well, it is interesting. Yeah, because we did we did record this somewhat chronologically, but because we worked with different actors on different days for you, especially Jordan, it was it was a little bit more broken up. And then there's these things called pickups that you do after the case. So, yeah, uh, but both of you crushed it. Uh, and, and speaking about your characters, I'm always so curious about this when I speak with actors. How do you connect with your roles? What about you, the person, the actor, do you find similar about your characters? And what, in which ways are you completely different? I feel like whenever you get an audition for a project, um, you know, they, they give a breakdown and an idea of like, okay, this is what we're ideally looking for. But I always try to figure out, okay, what about me also applies to this character so that I can kind of find my way in. Um, and I think for Tommy, he's so fucking sassy. Um, but... <laughs> What I also think is that he's got a huge heart, right? And um, I loved that about this character. And I loved that that's how, you know, that's how he was written. Um, and I think that the sass, I guess, was kind of my way in, right? And that that quick vibe of like the banter between the two of them. And I think that that's something also that was so wonderful about how you wrote Tommy. Um so, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm as sassy as Tommy is. I think maybe my husband would say I probably am. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't know if I would. Um, but it was so fun to, like, lean into that, I guess. And I think that that's kind of how I found him. And then also, listen, we all have blow-ups with our best friends, right? We all have these, I mean, maybe not to this extent. Um, but, yeah, it's just relating to the human element of these characters that really is was kind of my way in. I love that. And I'm also I'm happy we got to explore friend breakups because that's such a real thing that you face in your 20s and even more so in your 30s when your life's change. Uh, and both of you played that so beautifully. Uh, Jordan, how about you? How similar? I mean, I kind of know some of this answer based on how you use social media, but how similar are you to Sarah? Yeah, I mean, what are you trying to say? <laughs> um, Yes, uh, there have been many times where I was like, Gabby, how do I repost this? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I I think when I when I first read um, Sarah and like read some of the script, I was like, you know, everyone has that feeling of like wanting to be a part of something that that they're not a part of, or maybe that they've always wanted to be a part of. And um, I could definitely relate to that. And you know, you can kind of tap into like some of your younger self too, you know, growing up like as a teenager or college. And it's like, um, you know, you kind of sometimes just feel like you're on the outside and like everyone's like passing you by. And I feel like Sarah um, feels that way. And that's kind of what drives her, her love for that influencer culture. Um, and then like, she kind of learns that like influencers, they seem larger than life, but they're just like real people. They're just regular people. Um, and so I kind of, I tapped into that feeling for sure. And 
I really connected with her and I I just, I love her arc, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where she starts and where she ends up. So, yeah, well, it sounds like you were saying the FOMO you felt as a seven-year-old with theater. Yeah. It's like you almost connected into that in a way. For um, sure, yeah. <laughs> and I've got to say, I feel like uh, there's like something there with that somewhere over the rainbow song choice, right? Like, yeah. you know, Sarah Sunshine's a real, she's a real Dorothy Gale. And so we're like, <laughs> we're on a journey here, right? Also, this is Emerald Audio, like the Emerald City. So, and there was a, tor- really there was a tornado. A tornado. <laughs> There was a tornado. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I recently wrote a song. Um, I don't write songs, but I was, <laughs> I was like making up a song in my head and, and, um, I wrote a song and one of the lines is like a uh, yellow brick road. Like I can't find the yellow brick road. It's just so random, but. And without further ado, Jordan is going to sing that song for us now. Take it away. Jordan. <laughs> Kidding, kidding. Uh, I I love that though. Um, Well, something that I I also, I brought up with um, Elizabeth and John, which I'm curious to ask you guys, because this kind of does tie into it. Um, Are either of you kind of into astrology? And if so, what are your signs? And do you, what do you think your character signs are? And if you know the big three, like there's like, you know, the sun, the rising, the moon, or just the one, your sun sign. Whoever. Uh, I'm a Leo. I'm a Leo. And I feel like it is kind of like Leo energy to like not know about astrology. (laughs) Leos are like, I just know about my thing. I just know what I am. And that's like, that's it. Um, So no, I'm not uh, super into astrology, but I'll I'll say Tommy's a Leo too. It's definitely one of his big three for sure. Great. Great. (laughs) Jordan, how about you? I don't know a ton, but I know I'm a Taurus and um, I have been told that the, that stubborn quality can come through. Um, so <laughs> I don't, you know, I feel like Sarah could kind of connect with that, mm-hmm. right? Like she, yep. she really, really wanted to be an influencer and she became one. So <laughs> yeah, she made it happen. But yeah, I'm not super familiar with all the other signs. What do you think, Abby? Do you think that's on point for Sarah? I I always thought that Adam was a Taurus because my husband is a Taurus and I loosely based Adam off of my husband. <laughs> but I did think, yeah, Taurus I could see for Sarah. I think I had her more as a Gemini or a Cancer. Uh, Gemini because of like the two sides and then Cancer because of like her bit of her heart and her emotions. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm always curious to hear like actors interpretation of that. Uh, that was kind of a little bit of a tangent. But uh, to go back to to influencers and influencer culture, I'm very curious as actors, how do you navigate the whole social media scene? How do you use it? What are some pros and cons of having that be a part of your work or not part of your work, a part of your social life? Yeah, I mean, it's such a it, it is like such a double-edged sword or a catch-22. I mean, it's so um, incredible that we're able to self-promote and, um, you know, basically keep people updated as to what's going on. I do feel like there is kind of this pressure now to be so active on social media um, in, you know, in every kind of way, politically and also, of course, with your career, um, because I think it is how people promote their own work and find other actors and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, I mean, I think that there, 
is like a large conglomerate of Broadway fans that are on, you know, social media. And I loved that whenever people would come to the stage door and be like, mm-hmm. oh, I saw you posted this or like, you know, I used to, um, I did a show called Bronx Tale on Broadway and beforehand at five, every five minutes to places I would go live. Um, I think every Friday it was. Wow. Um, and it was me and my two other dressing roommates and there were three of us there. And so we said, we would go live the three of us for three minutes. So we called it three for three. Um, and so, yeah. And so we went live and it was like a really amazing way for us to invite people into our world. And I think social media makes some things that were so unaccessible and seem so distant to people accessible. Um, and so for those kinds of things, I love social media and I love being able to participate. Um, but then sometimes there are people that are like, you know, oh, I saw this picture of your wedding and I, you know, I know this about you and I know this about you. And that can also sometimes be a little bit like, oh, right. Everybody can see everything about everything. And that's, you know, maybe not always the best. Right. Because you share those pictures of your wedding for your family and your friends who can't be there and also tagging them so they can see. But then, yeah, it does feel a little weird when someone who doesn't know you personally now knows personal information Mm. about you like that. Yes. Yeah, yes, that is that sure. is difficult. And you're right about the access because yeah, who how who many like the the amount of people that could say they were backstage 3 minutes before a Broadway show <laughs> is you, you're dressed you're you know, you're and then now all these other people that follow you. That's such a beautiful thing that you you welcomed all these people to. Um Jordan, how about you? How do you navigate social media as an actor? Yeah, um definitely I've definitely felt the pressure of of posting and um, it's not that I don't, I do enjoy it. I, I think it, it's super fun, but it's kind of like, um, I was, you know, I've always kind of been more like to myself going back to my shyness in life. And, um, so, so social media always felt more like it didn't come naturally to me essentially. Um, but you know, so I, I was using it kind of as like a, um, just kind of like updates on my work and stuff. And then after um, Fear Street came out on Netflix, um, my follower count just like went through the roof overnight. And I was like, what do I do now? Like, (laughs) how do I do it? (laughs) Um, And so, you know, I've had, I had like my, my Gen Z cousin, like teach me how to use TikTok, um, which was fun. (laughs) And, um, and, you know, uh, it, it's been really fun to learn. And then I, I just, I get a little frustrated sometimes and to reach out and ask people for help because I've noticed like things change so quickly. Mm-hmm. And if I don't go on social media every day, I'm like, wait, I used to know how to do this. And now it's like, Instagram, you changed it. What did you do? <laughs> I can't figure out how to do this thing. And, um, but yeah, I'd say I'm a work in progress and um, <laughs> getting better every day. <laughs> with posting. Thank you. Thanks, Adam. It's tough. It's tough, but you got this. I believe in you. Um, so we are currently in develop developing season two and our the way your characters end season one is we have Sarah is about is about to go on a date with Adam and Tommy and Alessandro become uh, they deleted all their date or sorry, Alessandro deleted all his dating apps official. So I'm curious of where would you like to see your characters go in season two? Or what do you hope for them? <laughs> I mean, 
I was so jealous that Sarah got such this large metaphysical journey. So like, I want, <laughs> I want another tornado and I want like, you know, I want to see where the, what happens with the high guys, you know, mm-hmm. the, um, and, <laughs> and uh, find out like, okay, is this, does this last also what's next for Tommy and Alessandro and how long is, you know, how, is Sarah still on their couch at the end of the season? I forget. No, she conveniently moved back into her apartment, which definitely wouldn't have been available. <laughs> right. Okay. I was like, was she still on their couch? I forgot no, that part. She, but but she was on there rent free for a couple of months before she yes. moved back. Yeah. She, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, she moved across the way. Which I will say, Tommy was a really good friend to let Sarah live on the, her, you know, his couch for yep. all that time. I mean. New York apartments, they ain't big. They ain't, you know. <laughs> um, right. Yes, that's right. She moved across the hall very conveniently yeah, and incredibly. Convenient. So, yeah, yeah I, I want to see what happens. I want to see what happens with, uh, like, what's Tommy's big uh, learning journey and experience? That's my pitch. That's a good pitch. That's a good pitch. I am trying to take in consideration what you all say because I want to make sure that your journeys are like what you also like believe in and feel. Um, Jordan, how about you? Where would you like Sarah to go next? And how do you think everything's going with her and Adam? Oh my gosh. I think it's the best relationship, honestly. No, no problem. One of those relationships with no problems whatsoever. (laughs) It's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. (laughs) Um, It's a social media relationship, right? Mm, It's perfect. uh Um, No, I am. Honestly, when I listen back to that scene that they have where they um they kind of get like a little intimate and I was like this this is like I was just like really into it. I was like, wow, they're they're a really good couple together. Oh, they are very sweet together. <laughs> um but in any case, and I, I actually felt that about about um about Adam, about uh, Tommy and Alessandro too. And when you guys in the studio, you guys were just like, you had such good chemistry. It was so much fun watching you two together in the studio. It was amazing. Um, But anyway, back on track. Um, I love that she goes to work at Magnolia Bakery. That is like the best ending in my opinion. Um, So I feel like that would be really fun to explore her, like doing that and then like also trying to become a writer at the same time. I think that would be that would be really fun. Maybe she has some um, learnings from the bakery, and it helps her in her writing career. Hmm. She's like, I love that. Yeah, like she ends up leaning into the cupcakes and the writing, so that the side hustle becomes more part of her identity because she's always loved cupcakes. It's her passion. Yeah, she's got huh. this passion for cupcakes. I mean, maybe she becomes like um like a celebrity chef. I don't know. She's like oh, a baker. oh, she goes on oh, that show. Okay. <laughs> The show is, is it cake? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is, is it, is it cupcake? Is it cupcake? Is it- <laughs> <laughs> That's her show. Um, so what have you guys been up to? So since we recorded, since this came out, um, are you like, are you able to tease anything else that you're working on? Or so I want to be respectful to you of like the strike and stuff. Are you allowed to talk about that? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. now we are. Okay. Thankfully. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, thankfully. Yeah. yeah. So the strike so- was, the strike was really fun. Um, and uh but thank god it's over and just before actually we th- we recorded i wrapped a new series for max that hopefully will be coming out next year but Ooh. i think it was it was pushed um because of the strike but it's called the girls on the bus oh. um so nice. check 
look out for that. Yeah. I can't wait. I thought you were going to say uh, White Lotus season three, actually. Oh, uh- <laughs> please. Please. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll even, I'll be an extra on that. I don't care. I heard they're currently auditioning, actually. That's what I heard on do, on do You today. Uh, Jordan, how about you? What have you been working on? So right before the strike, I, I actually worked on um, a pilot that um, went to Series Fest uh, before the strike and won Best Pilot at Series Fest, which was really Amazing. exciting. It's called The Empty Chair. Um, so just kind of waiting to see what's going to happen with that. And, um, you know, it's getting pitched a lot. So hoping for something good. And um, yeah. yeah. So strike is over. Yeah, strike's over. So really excited for more work to come. And Bad Influencer Season 2. Right, yes. Bad Influencer Season <laughs> yeah. 2. Well, you two are such big stars. I hope we can get you next season. <laughs> I hope you're not too booked. Well, I, I want you to be booked. <laughs> well, uh, before we go, I would love to know, how can our listeners support you? Where can they find you? Um, I am at Adam S. Kaplan on Instagram. Um, I am not cool enough to be on TikTok yet. So we'll, we'll work on that. <laughs> next season. <laughs> Um, I am at Jordan Di Natale and, um, I am cool enough to be on TikTok. No, (laughs) (laughs) I've only posted a couple videos. So, uh, but no, that's on Instagram. My Instagram is the, the most, uh, that I post on. So go ahead and follow me there. Amazing. And we'll also put their handles in the episode description. Adam and Jordan, thank you both so much for being here. It was so much fun catching up with you. And I am so excited for the two of you and whatever comes next. Thanks, Gabby. Thanks, Gabby. If you liked Bad Influencer and want to hear more podcasts like it, please support our female-driven, female-led narrative storytelling network. The best way to do that is to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Emerald Audio Network and go to emeraldaudio.co. That's emeraldaudio.co to join the Hidden Gems Club. This is our community club for things like early access, bonus content, and even things like merch and giveaways. It's completely free to join. Also, please consider leaving us a five-star review and sharing the show with your friends and family.